you're listening to the Wellness Cucina Podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. We've heard it said that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I don't really believe that, because if you're not actually feeling hungry in the morning, then you don't have to eat. And honestly, that goes for any meal, any time of day. Really try and listen to what your body is telling you. But if your stomach is growling and you're actually hungry, listen to that too. Breakfast can be a quick and delicious meal, and you don't have to go to your favorite brunch spot to achieve an awesome breakfast at home. Let's start out first by rethinking breakfast. In the States, we typically think of something that's sweet, like cereal, pancakes, waffles, French toast, or smoothie bowls for breakfast. Or maybe our mind goes directly to the traditional eggs, bacon, and hash browns or toast. And most of the time, we probably wouldn't be eating these breakfast foods, quote-unquote, any other time of day other than brunch. But like, if you take a look at what people are eating around the world for breakfast, it often looks really similar to what they eat for lunch and for dinner, too. For example, in Japan... They'll have rice and miso soup with pickles and maybe a raw egg and some seaweed. People in Poland will often enjoy an open-faced sandwich with some butter and then some deli meats and tomatoes. And I can speak for Germany too. That is also a very familiar breakfast here. However, there are a ton of exceptions as well. In Italy, people usually keep it super light and will have like a croissant with maybe some jam on it along with their cappuccino. In the Netherlands, people will have butter on their toast and then usually end up putting some sprinkles on it. So I'm not saying that we have to have dinner for breakfast, but we should and we can start thinking outside of the box with breakfast. It doesn't have to be something that we pour from a box or pop in the toaster. This time of day, we can add in more veggies. I know, (gasps) gasp, vegetables for breakfast, a wild idea. But really, like, why not? One of my favorite ways to have veggies for breakfast is a North African slash Middle Eastern dish called shachuka. And this has gained a lot more popularity over the last couple of years, so you may have heard of it. It can be eaten for breakfast, but it also works for any meal, any time of the day. It's basically sauteed tomatoes with a poached egg. Super easy and super delicious. Actually, a lot of different cultures have this, and it's usually referred to as eggs in purgatory. So with this dish, you can start off by sauteing onions, garlic, and bell peppers if you want. Or if you're in a hurry, don't even worry about the veggies. And just add a tablespoon or two of oil to the pan and toast your spices. As with any Middle Eastern dishes or North African dishes, the spice combination is really important to developing flavor. So if you are sauteing the onions and garlic, just add in some ground cumin, some paprika, and a touch of cayenne for a little bit of heat, but also to round out that flavor. If you're in a hurry, don't worry about any of the veggies. Just add in onion and garlic powder to the spice mix I mentioned and toast that up. Easy. So when everything is either softened, if you are sauteing veggies, or fragrant, if you're just toasting spices, then you'll want to add in your tomatoes. Whenever they're in season, I really enjoy using fresh tomatoes, but honestly, diced tomatoes out of a can work perfectly for this dish. 
Remember, if you want to add in more flavor, try using a can of roasted diced tomatoes. A ton of flavor without having to do anything extra. Also good to note, if you're using no salt added tomatoes here, remember to season. This is going to take on a lot of flavor and develop a lot of flavor, so you want to make sure you're seasoning as you go. Cool. So let that cook on the stove over medium heat for like five minutes. You just want the tomatoes to thicken a little bit. And then after about five minutes, maybe four, you want to make little wells in the tomato sauce so that you have a place to drop in your eggs. So two options here. You can crack an egg in a bowl and then slide that cracked egg from the bowl into the hole that you made in the sauce. Or if you have the chutzpah, you can crack an egg and break it into the sauce, into that little hole that you made. It's totally up to you. And you can add as many eggs as you need to for whomever and however many people you are feeding. Remember, you also want to season your eggs with a little bit of salt. So as soon as you drop them in, just sprinkle a little salt on top as well. At this point, you can turn the heat down to medium low, pop a lid on the pan, and allow the eggs to cook until the whites are opaque and no longer runny. This will take about five to seven minutes. During the last one to two minutes of cook time, you want to add some greens. I like using baby arugula, baby kale, or baby spinach. Using these baby greens, they cook a lot faster. You don't have to wash them because they already come pre-washed in the bags, and like it's just so much easier to have these on hand. And they cook a little bit faster than if you have full greens. But if you do have like a full bunch of kale, no big deal. Just rip that up into little small pieces. This could be something that the kiddos help with. Just tear it up and then put that on top during the last one to two minutes of cooking. And then in the meantime, while that's finishing up, make some toast so you can enjoy that runny yolk goodness. Mm. I like to pop the whole pan on the table. Just be careful if you have little ones for sure. But serving it family style is super fun because you just take like a large spoon, scoop some of the tomato-ness out, some of the greens, some of the eggs, and then you get to dunk with your toast and it's a really interactive, fun family experience. If this didn't make any sense, be sure to check out the reel on my Instagram at Save Time Cooking so that you can see the play-by-play of making shachuka at home. Okay, so maybe you're not feeling that many veggies for breakfast. Cool, cool. Let's try mini frittatas. These are like the mini sous vide bites that you get from your favorite coffee drive-thru, but you get to add anything you want to them. Oh, and they hold up really well for quick breakfasts on the go. First step, heat your oven to 425 degrees Fahrenheit. Whisk up about five to six eggs, and then add some veggies to a silicone muffin pan. Don't have one? All good. You can either spray your muffin pan really, really, really well, or line it with paper cups. And for this dish, I like to use cooked leftover veggies. It's perfect if you have leftovers, and that's basically what a frittata is for, right? Using leftovers. So why not? So this would also be a great time to use either frozen spinach or frozen kale. Just make sure that you wring it out so that you're not just getting like straight up water in your frittatas. But here, really, you can add whatever you like. Have leftover bacon? Add it. Leftover chicken? Add it. Literally whatever you have. I like to sprinkle some cheese over the veggies or the meat or, again, whatever. You can add any kind of cheese that you have. Then pour about half an ounce of the whisked eggs into each of those little muffin pan spaces. Is there a technical word for those? If there is, let me know. Anyway, put those on a sheet tray for easy movement because the silicone can be a little bit floppy. So put that on a sheet tray so that you can move it in and out of the oven fairly easily. And those will bake for about 
12 to 15 minutes, and then they're done. Oh, and if you want them to be like those sous vide bites that you get through your favorite drive-through, bring the heat down to 375 degrees and cook them in a water bath. That just means put boiling water in that sheet tray underneath the muffin tins while you're cooking. And you'll cook them for about 25 to 30 minutes or until they're fully cooked and a toothpick comes out clean after you poke them. These are great on English muffins or mini bagels when you're on the go or just as they are. I love mini frittatas. Okay, so now onto more traditional breakfasts, oats. I know that overnight oats are still a big thing, and I don't know about you guys, but I don't like the consistency of overnight oats, and I end up heating them up anyway, so why not take five minutes and just make them in the morning? Regardless of what kind of raw oats you have, they'll cook in the microwave in under five minutes. So quick oats, the really tiny ones that are like already cut up for you that cook in like 30 seconds to a minute, boom, done, microwave, right? The rolled oats, the ones that are still whole that you'll probably use for like oatmeal cookies, those take like a minute and a half to two minutes. Cool, boom, done. Steel cut oats. I feel like these are like the creme de la creme of fancy oats, but people kind of get scared of cooking them because like you have to cook them on the stove, quote unquote, they take forever. And these are these often are what's used to make overnight oats. But guys, they cook up in the microwave in like five to seven minutes, closer to five, depending on your microwave, but like they cook up super quick. So you can totally make steel cut oats in the microwave. You don't have to take the pot out and keep an eye on your steel cut oats for 15 to 20 minutes. So you've probably mastered the quick cooked and the rolled oats. So today I'm only going to talk about steel cut in the microwave. Make sure that you have a large, deep enough microwave safe bowl. I can't stress that point enough. If not, you're going to have an explosion in your microwave and that completely defeats the purpose of cooking quickly, right? So you want to add at least three times the amount of liquid to your steel cut oats. I'm a water in oats cooker kind of person, but you can totally do milk or a milk alternative to cook your oats as well. I like to cover the bowl with a wet paper towel to avoid any explosive messes and then put your microwave on at 600 kilowatts or like 50% for five minutes. And with this way, you shouldn't have to stir it and it'll come out perfect every time. And then obviously like when your oats come out, you can add your toppings. I like to add a tablespoon or two of like a really tart yogurt or a nut butter. You could also do fresh frozen or dried fruit. If you are doing frozen fruit, that could be something that you toss in with the oats as they're cooking in the microwave so that it melts a little bit and your oats get this really cool color to them. You can also add nuts, seeds, or meals like flaxseed meal, chia meal, almond meal, whatever you guys got. If you do oats a lot, consider creating a little stand on your counter where you can put in different nuts, seeds, dried fruit, so that it's really easy to mix and match and you're not having the same boring yogurt every day. Oh, and one last out-of-the-box breakfast idea. Homemade chicken stock or bone broth, whatever you want to call it. I like using chicken legs and simmering them for two to three hours until you get like a really pale broth. Then you want to cool the broth, store it in your fridge, obviously like take the bones, take the legs out, use those elsewhere. But this is perfect for breakfast, so you'll want to heat it up, add a scoop of collagen, a teaspoon of seaweed, and a teaspoon of really good European butter, and then sometimes a little pinch poo of salt, and then drink that up. I know it sounds weird, but it has awesome benefits for gut health. And honestly, like, it is perfect in the wintertime, especially if it's chilly outside. So these are just a few ideas on how to mix up breakfast. I'd love to know what you and your family eat for breakfast, 
and if this episode inspired you to mix it up a little bit, let me know on Instagram. Message me at Save Time Cooking. Be sure to check out the show notes for the silicone muffin tins and the DIY oatmeal stand. As always, thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments or tell me about show topics you'd like to hear. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram at Save Time Cooking for cooking tips and skills as well as IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts, and check out Reels for tons of quick breakfasts. Check out IGTV for a new series starting this week, today. I'll be going live with busy moms and guiding them on how they can use items in their fridge and pantry to make quick, easy, and delicious meals. Reach out via Instagram if you'd like to go live with me. And if you haven't signed up already, I'm hosting a free virtual cooking course called OMG It's Recipe Free! where I'll be showing you how to make quick, easy, and delicious meals without a recipe. Join me tomorrow, January 28th, 2021, as well as Saturday, January 30th, 2021, to learn some awesome skills. Be sure to follow the link in the show notes to sign up, and I can't wait to see you there. I've heard it said that breakfast is the most important meal of the day.